0: Previously on Eastern Promise. Breckland, 500 square miles of the most beautiful, idyllic countryside. Uh, For anybody who's had the privilege to come to the fantastic county of Norfolk, as soon as you arrive within the district of Breckland, you will begin to see our fantastic Breck scenery. Those those iconic trees, those fir trees, those fantastic open spaces and the fantastic, beautiful, open rolling skies of, of Norfolk. ideal day for me in Thetford is to park up at the Riverside Complex and to wander round to the corner to the light cinema and grab a fantastic coffee and a pastry to start my morning. Well, following the suggestion of Councillor Sam Chapman-Allen, leader of Brecon Council, here we are on a glorious Tuesday morning. In Thetford, in the Light Cinema, having a, a lovely coffee with Jack Weaver, Greater Thetford Partnership Manager for Brecon Council and associated bodies. Jack, good, good morning. Good morning. Nice to be here. Thank you. Thank you very much for joining us. And we've picked a great morning for it. Now, what what, what is it about Thetford? I suppose sum Thetford up for us in a sentence, if you could, um, about its potential and what you what. Speaks to your work. You, obviously, you, you've, you've been doing this for a while now. Um, what is it about Thetford that's drawn you in and kept you here?
1: I think. I think the thing that, well, the thing that drew me into Thetford originally was was the opportunity. I think in Thetford. Um it's 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 just bubbling beneath the surface. It's it's a classic kind of diamond in the rough story, I think, and that's that's really has what that's what's kept me as. So I've been here about two and a half years now. Um, and I think if you put aside you know, the, the pandemic, the pause in everything uh, pandemic-wise, the, that, that simmering pot of opportunity has started to boil over. And we're starting to see that as some of our key partners start to kind of emerge from hibernation and are starting to think slightly differently about sort of the near future and, and how to future-proof some of the opportunities in Thetford so particularly around things like infrastructure business growth um, the resilience of our businesses um, you know that the the sort of the, the long shadow of COVID has actually in a way been a positive and that people are starting to think quite differently and that that I think is is sort of the epitome of Thetford at the moment is that we are at a we're at a bit of a juncture now where some of that investment is starting to come to the fore We've got projects internally at Breckland and at our other local government partners that, that are sort of setting us up to be in a good place for funding um, and, and for further partnership working. And I, and I think, just personally, over the next five to ten years, we're going to start to see some fairly significant
0: growth investment and, 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 and positive change in Thetford. We are, as I say, in the light cinema, uh, which has been, you know, despite the fact it's, it's school day... There's been fairly steady traffic of people coming in, going to see a film, just sort of older couples, um, drawn by Top Gun, unaccountably. Um, and it's, it's, you know, we're surrounded by these fantastic um, posters of classic movies. And it, it, this, this was Sam's recommendation of a, of a place to start our tour. And this was the building, I think, this was the venue that first highlighted what Thetford could be to me, because a mate of mine said, oh, we're we'll going to see the new Spider-Man movie. Or, know oh, it was Avengers Infinity War. I'm just going to crank in as many Marvel movies as I can. Um, and I, he said, where do you want to go? And he said, and I was expecting him to say Norwich. And he said, go to Thetford. Uh, okay, I didn't even know there was a cinema in Thetford. And he brought me in and I, and I was blown away. I'm, wow, wow, what a great... I mean, and it's got more, I think, only Cinema City, I think. I mean, this is slightly grandiose, and forgive the hyperbole, but I think only Cinema City really compare, compete, can compete with the kind of feel... That this place, this place has, and I know if you're listening in Cambridgeshire, uh, you've got a light of your very own uh, in in the se- in the centre. Um, but where are we going to head to today? Yeah, so
1: I think when, whenever I drag people around Thetford uh, at, you know, to, to show them the bright lights and the opportunities, I tend to do the, the standard figure of eight with the river at its core. Uh, so I think what we'll do is we'll 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 turn left out of the out of the cinema. Uh, in the riverside area, we'll walk along the river, talk a little bit about some of the uh, public realm opportunities and, the, and sort of the green infrastructure that we're looking at, we'll cross the river, um, head up to the train station, talk a little bit about um, the, the opportunities and the challenges, it's fair to say, there as well, back down into the town centre and then the, the, the second sort of spur of the figure of eight, we'll have a look at the, the river corridor in the other half of the town, sort of split it into. Um, swing by Castle Park and then back via the marketplace
0: and the town centre. That sounds fantastic. Let's do it. Let's go. Oh, fantastic. And, we, and we are here at the riverside. We've got the, 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 the three-way bridge here. We've got geese idly lazing in the riverside. We've got scaffolding coming down from a, 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 a very... Uh, a very snazzy restoration. Yes, noisy, work. but very positive. V- positive, <laughs> yes. Constructive enterprise. It's, it's, you know, lovely, lovely, well-kept lovely well kept greens, beautifully painted bridge. We're by the lodge and the Light Cinema. What, where are we going to go to experience Thetford-Lilly's Best Jack?
1: So I think we're going to do a sort of a general figure of eight around the town centre. Um, I think most people would agree that we uh, have to... Forgive the United States Air Force yes, there's. <laughs> for the soundtrack to today. Um, most people, I think, would agree that the, uh, the the river is one of the potential jewels in the crown of, of Thetford. There aren't that many places in the east of England that have... Well, there's plenty that have got a river. There aren't many that have got an accessible river, you know, that you can swim in, you can paddleboard, you can kayak. Oh, wow. Um, you know, the water quality is, is very, very good, um, you know, perfectly safe for swimming. So I think as the summer progresses, we'll see... Um, we'll see a lot more people taking to the water, particularly if the heat carries on uh, as it is at the moment. Oh, that'd be lovely. So so yeah, what we're gonna do, I think, is we'll head up along the river, stay in the shade as much as possible. Yes,
0: it is a very very warm morning.
1: Uh, It is. Um, So we'll head up in in the direction of the A11, sort of heading out of town uh, to begin with, cross over the river uh, and have a look at the the area known as Abbey Meadows. Um, Try not to get
0: flattened by a car always a positive yep. there's a fantastic uh, signpost there with uh, with i don't usually rave about a signpost but sort of po- so many things it's pointing to which is a really really sort of positive indicator that there's so much to do in thetford um
1: well i think that signpost is a good metaphor for thetford generally really yes <laughs> a lot to do but actually it's in, in all different directions and, yes. uh, and a little bit spread out so um so yeah we'll, we'll, we'll head up to to the uh, Abbey Meadows crossover probably sort of double back on ourselves on the other side of the river have a look at the priory head back into town um, probably swing by the train station as well uh, being a bit of a history buff i can't help but point out the type 22 do you know what? pillbox i disguised. was
0: <laughs> going to say we have a, a flint a very norfolk pillbox yes. here flint covered yes um, obviously guarding the river or was guarding the river and uh, there's lots of you know there's a lot of modern buildings going up and have been put up in, in the town centre but there's, we're so surrounded here by that sort of mix of you know sort of classic Flint Norfolk architecture and sort of modern buildings and uh, it's, it, it is a lovely mix. Morning. Good
1: morning. Good morning. Yeah so that I mean that's the just on the edge of the grounds of the grammar school so you've got the, the historic buildings there and then obviously the modern modern facilities I suspect they've built but yeah so I love that you just walk past it and you, you'd never know it was there. <laughs> About a year and a half I didn't know it was there and then someone pointed out this pillbox <laughs> on the edge of the river
0: I suppose that's, that's that's kind of the point.
1: We've got very very promising mood music from Greater Anglia and Network Rail by extension yeah. um, for for some some work at the train station, which I think is well, <laughs> it's incredibly timely today.
0: Yes, well, yes, <laughs> yeah. For those for those li- for the listeners in the future, whenever, when I put this out, we'll, uh, this this is the first day of the. What I hope is is the only three days of bland strike action uh, on on the railways. Because, um, listening to us from the future, you'll know if that's true or not. Yes. Um, <laughs> foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Yes. And we're we're passing now under a under one of the main sort of ring roads of the town. Is it?
1: Yeah. So this is the this is the underpass that sort of carries London Road. What I, I presume by its name would have originally been the, the main route down to London before the A11 was was built. And I think, you know, it would be remiss to not acknowledge that there are challenges in Thetford. I think, you know, that's something that Sam yep. has, has mm-hmm. spoken, spoken about before. And, and a piece of work that we're doing at the moment is looking to address some of the, the... We're sort of tentatively calling them the gateways to the town. And the London Road flyover along the river, and then, as you'll see in a moment, next to the Priory, which is sort of a few hundred metres further up the road, yeah. is... Um, is a case in point so you look at the juxtaposition of this it's fair to say beautiful market town greenery but then there are some sort of urban design decisions that have been made historically that i think with our sort of 21st century lens we probably wouldn't have made yes um which is easy to say because you've got the benefits of hindsight and you know you can't what you can't do is, is look to the future and think too much about what people will need but i think we're mostly in agreement that flyovers in the center of town aren't
0: no, it's, fu- it's funny because when, when I um, recorded the tour I did with Paul Clement mm-hmm. um, in the centre of Ipswich, I think there was, this, there was a very similar feel that... Uh, and we discussed, for example, Ipswich has two bus stations. Mm-hmm. And he, we, st- we stood at one and Paul said, why, A, why do we need two bus stations? And B, there's not really much activity here. What could we do with this space? Yeah. And, and you're right, there's, there's a certain element to which... You know, old dis- decisions in a p- previous, previous times do constrain us a bit, but you, you're also right to point out that it's, it's what we, we do next yes. rather than just saying, oh, dear, isn't that a pity? What do we do about it? That's what I like about Thetford Nips, which it's both places drew me to them because they were actually seeking to answer the question.
1: Yeah, and I think you can say the same thing about a lot of places oh, in, yes, in the east of England in that they've, they've inherited decisions that at the time may have made eminent sense... Um, Maybe that's debatable, I'm not sure Um, (laughs) But but as as I said, with with today's experience And our view of what a town centre should be It has changed And I don't think that's that's not a recent development That's happened throughout history I mean, you look at our efforts at the moment To, for want of a better phrase, open up the river Both in a physical but also in a sort of emotional sense Um, You know, historically rivers were places you did not want to be Because they were sewers they were motorways yeah. they were mm. they were the means to bring coal into a town centre and take yeah. effluent away <laughs> um, so absolutely towns would turn their back both in terms of urban design and 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 um, you know your emotion the way you feel about a place you turn your back on the on the on the river and I think a, a very a very nearby example of that is Cambridge and Norwich yeah you know the mm. rivers are not historically or weren't historically viewed as places you wanted to be well, absolutely the same is true of Thetford, and what we're doing now is, is very consciously trying to refocus attention on what we see as a, it's an artery through the town, and we need mm. to be thinking of it more positively as, as such.
0: Yeah, well, this is all, already a very pleasant, nicely shaded walk along, it's along the river. It's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful, absolutely. And it's funny, because you were the one who first introduced me to the phrase, if you haven't got a river, get one. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I actually put that to Paul Clement. And uh, you'll have to listen to the, to the actual finished uh, piece on Ipswich to find out what he said. Absolutely not, because I can't remember. Um. I'd
1: love to take credit for that phrase, uh, but I can't. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it, was, it was actually something that uh, was, was said, first said to me in the um, recent place branding work that we're still doing. Uh-huh. Um, yes. And yes, it is a, it's a sort of a flippant view in urban design. And, and place making. That yeah. If, I think if you haven't got water, find some. Yes. Is the, you know, create some. And I think you know, you know some that, somewhere. Yeah. Again, we get too uh, misty-eyed about it. But fun- <laughs> fundamentally, as human beings, we want to be near trees and water. What's Thetford got? A forest uh, yes, and a river. Absolutely.
0: Two, two rivers, actually. Yes. If, if we want to be picky. Yeah, well, indeed. This is clearly, judging by the height of the bridge we just, the footbridge we're just coming up to, is is, is not a. Uh, uh, anything that you'd, you'd want to take a boat through. Um, no, no movie, you're not going to be bringing river barges. And, but this is definitely something you can take a kayak along. Absolutely,
1: yes, and I think if we were here on a, on a Saturday rather than a weekday, we would absolutely see some, uh, some unpowered um, craft going up and down. Um, we, have, um, we have an organisation in the town centre uh, called Bush Adventures. They're a community interest company who, uh, th- through community engagement and outreach, effectively get people involved in outdoor activities. They do a lot of work on citizen science as well, yeah. um, but they do, Fantastic. They, they, they've do. they got a unit in the centre now where, um, where they hope to run summer, summer events. I think this time last year, even in the depths of the, the pandemic, they had 40, 40 or 50 people a day um, taking them up Thank on you. that. Thank you. Um, well, we've just crossed the Bladen Bridge. We have, the Bladen Bridge. I know that
0: because there was a great big plaque that said, yes. this is the Bladen Bridge. The, of the Borough of Thetford and we've, we we are standing with meadows out uh, to our right the bridge to our left where now?
1: So this is, this is Canterbury Way this is a very small flyover that takes you from from our main road uh, into the, the Abbey Estate now where well, you can see where the footpath ends it curves up into the estate but actually yeah. there is a there is a footpath that goes under Canterbury Way there's about another mm-hmm. 10 minute walk and then there's a flyover under the A11 yeah, and we get the other side of that there's then some fishing lakes and effectively after that you're in Thetford Forest Um, and I when I first started in this role I was looking at a map and uh, a shortened shortened story is I picked up the phone to uh, contact Forestry England and said hang on a minute, there is a a public right of way of sorts, I forget the actual definition, um, from the town centre slap bang into the centre of the forest have you ever walked that? And he said no So we came down here that day, similar similar weather to this, and just walked from the town centre into the forest. Now the round trip took us about three hours. Good grief. Um, But that's to get into what I would sort of deem quote unquote Thetford Forest proper. That kind of very dense, you know, the the rows of trees, that that typical um, plantation forest environment. Actually, you could do a, a one hour round trip and be firmly in the Brex landscape. Um, And it's beautiful, Um, what what, what our aspiration is, is is, is to make it a bit more accessible. This time of year it's absolutely fine because it's dry underfoot um, and the the, the river hasn't hasn't risen because of significant rainfall. Come down here at sort of January, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, it's not quite as easy going. So I think what our longer term aspiration would be is that from town centre, sort of a reasonable distance beyond the A11. It's, um, it's accessible for, for more people because, you know, if, if, if we were to head into the either of the housing estates and, uh, I mean, you can see the tops of the trees and yet there's this very definite barrier that, that we need to overcome and it's, it's, it's not insurmountable, but it, but, yeah. but it needs it But needs you're work. looking at it. That's, that, that's yeah, a absolutely, good, absolutely.
0: And, and, and if you're listening to this and you come down and you, you have a go at, the, at uh, making the journey Jack's just described, you have Jack Weaver to thank, the topological skills of Jack, <laughs> Jack Weaver to thank. For, for uncovering this uh, this long forgotten route into Thetford Forest, there'll be no charge. You can probably tell I don't have a geography A,
1: GCSE <laughs> <or> a level. <laughs> <laughs> I think that just just I don't want to labour the point too much about the forest, but I think one of the things that um, that, that Sam may have spoken about is um, is the future Breckland work, and what that identifies in this context is is the idea of doing several loops into the forest for, for the sort of walking and cycling infrastructure now that doesn't mean you know steamrolling sections of the forest with tarmac it, it means <laughs> formalizing the space making it more accessible and giving people options so within that document and I think it will probably be in the public domain by the time this um yep mm-hmm. airs, uh, th- there are several options in there so we could have a sort of a two kilometer loop a, loop, a five kilometer loop a ten, and so on yeah so that you have the option of you know well I'm in the town center I've got Two hours to spare. I want to go out on my bike. You know mm-hmm. that there is, you know, a formalised place that you can do that. That will help dispel some of the, can I go there? Is there permission to go there? Yeah. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to end up on private land and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so that I think that would be quite an exciting, quite an exciting prospect. And it's not, you know, it's not a brand new idea. I should say it's something that's, you know, been proposed before. I think what Future Breckland does is it starts to kind of bring together different different strands like that into something more formalised that then we can take forward. I'll just... That was lorry. A nice little full stop to my sentence. Go away. it did, <laughs> rather. <laughs> it did.
0: It did. It did it's. Cut. It's very foresighted of, um, of Breckland to, to look at that kind of work. I mean, it... it it it, it might seem like a common-sense thing for a local authority to do, but it it does very much down to how, I suppose, you construct those conversations and what you choose to have those conversations about.
1: Yes, and I think, you know, one of the things that comes up time and again in in this sort of work, particularly, I would say, in the last few years, is that doing things in partnership with, with others isn't just this is is a bit trite but it's not just a nice to have anymore
0: no indeed actually
1: the things you want to do and the funding that you are looking to secure is explicitly predicated yes on doing things collectively Mm. now whether that's with you know local government partners other, other parts of the public sector central government it could be with charities in the third sector it could be with the private sector whenever we sort of tentatively look at funding to achieve some of the stuff that will come through in the future Breckland document, it is all about building, you know, coalescing people around that, that sort of broader Indeed. vision. Indeed. And I think if you don't do that, well, you know, you're not going to get <laughs> You're not going to get very far, are you?
0: Um, and, and to what extent do you find momentum adds to that coalescing effect and sort of starts to draw people in? I think it's, I, yeah, I think it's really important and I think that's something that
1: Particularly in Thetford, is is critical actually because I, th- I don't think it's unfair for people to think well we've we've done master planning before we've done strategies before we've had vision documents before yeah and the question is what have we done about it you know where 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 has the where has the money gone and I think to to a degree there's there's more that And this is a collective we, you know, the the, the people on the the other side of the fence. There's more that we can do to explain what these documents are for. Yeah. Um, And that to a degree, sometimes they exist at a point in time, you know, relative to the prevailing policy environment or the funding environment or the environment environment. Environment (laughs) environment, (laughs) Yes. Um, But for the most part, we're in a position now where actually Future Breckland is coming at, at a really important time you know the as i said you know the policy environment is 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 a particular element mm mm-hmm. we have a, a a tricky cost of living in the environment that that for many is very very difficult and you know the opportunities for getting the significant grant funding that we need to make some of this happen not all of it but some of it certainly the big the big ticket stuff yeah so this is um this is the station which in the context of a rail strike is absolutely deserted, which yes. may be a good thing for us today.
0: Yes, it's very, very handy for us today. So what
1: we'll do is we head over to the, the, footbridge. The, the footbridge. Well, we're in the car park at the moment. You can see we've got two fantastic heritage railway buildings. The yeah. one on the right, the red brick one, is the, the existing ticket office, which 80, is 89, in use. it says
0: over the, yep. over the door
1: very little has changed since then in terms <laughs> yes. of station, uh, station infrastructure and facilities, I would say. We've also got in front of us a classic um, a sort of Norfolk Flint railway building, which is completely vacant
0: um, yep. and,
1: and in, in real need of some, some meaningful use.
0: Yes, I mean, uh, if you look at Wyndham Station, uh, where the, 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 there is a lot of activity around Wyndham Station in terms of cafes and piano repair shops and, and the like mm-hmm. and you just look this is much bigger, it seems to me to be a much bigger building a much greater opportunity
1: Yes it is and I think that the, the geography of where Thetford sits in terms of the whole of the region um, yeah. that, that's absolutely true and I think this, this building, and again this is, this is an area of focus for future Breckland and other work Yeah, as another one of those key gateways into the town quite literally it is the station yes this building is a huge opportunity to bring a new offer to what we hope to be something of a modal hub really for 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 the area
0: I like that modal hub
1: well I you know we're not we're not prejudging what that might be because again you know we're sort of at the mercy of timescales and, and, and when we can get funding to do things. Again, it's got to be in partnership with the rail industry, whether that's shorter term, Greater Anglia Network Rail or the near future of what becomes Great British Railways. Mm-hmm. This building does present an opportunity for investment. Yes, Again, that could, that could be public sector. Mm-hmm. I think there is real scope for a private sector partner to come in and do something with that space. There um, really is,
0: yeah. It's, it's beautifully placed. I mean, there's, at the moment, if you've just got off the train at Thetford, the sort of windows and doors are, are instead of an extreme, extremely colourful representation of all the things you can be doing. They're greater anglia boards, but they're very, you know, Thetford, Brex, Dad's Army Museum, Charles Borough Museum. Yeah. Big big map of all the things you can see and do in the town. So that's there. But, yeah, and there's, on the other side, there's, uh, likewise, uh, some facilities on the other side. So are we on the, um, the Norwich Bound
1: or the... No, this, is the, uh, this, is, this would be the sort of the Cambridge Ely-bound Ely mm-hmm. uh, track. I think, I think you're right. I think what this station does is present a very typical sort of 20th century, perhaps legacy of the Industrial Revolution station. Yes. What we want to do more of with this station is, is present what Thetford is now and what it's going to be in the future. Mm. And I think, yes, as, as lovely as this cast-iron work <laughs> and, you know, the Heritage Railway buildings are, and, and, I, and, I, and I, I genuinely mean that. I think it is an yeah. important part of the heritage of the town. What we also need to do, and they're not mutually said sure, so we can do both, is, is show that, yes, we've got that, but we've also got burgeoning high-tech industries, we've got advanced yeah. manufacturing, we've got, we've got some life sciences, we've got mm-hmm. a creative industry. It is all here. This station doesn't yet tell that full story. It's very much about the heritage. Yeah. Um, which, as, as I said, is not unimportant, but we do need but to find a way facet, of doing, isn't it? Yeah, we need to find a way of doing both. so in terms of what we're looking at at the moment, we are working with Greater Anglia and, as I said, by extension, network rail on how we can resolve some accessibility issues here mm-hmm. because again, because it's a sort of an 18, 1800s railway setup, the footbridge does not serve the population in the way that it should, and that's something that has been well documented. Um, it's, it's not quite nearing the end of its life but it's nearing the end of its useful life shall we say yeah. so uh, we're working with um, Greater Anglia on how we can either enhance the existing one to provide step free access across the platforms yeah. or indeed a brand new bridge probably at the other end of the platform right? Um, to provide lift access across because at the moment we have this situation and I don't know how common it is but if you arrive at the wrong platform and you have no way of getting across the track with the existing footbridge you've got quite a significant walk mm. and there's a there's an unpleasant irony yeah. in, in that which which we need to address and uh, and as I said the rail industry are being very very receptive and working with us to to do that and some of that is absolutely reflected in in the future Breckland work yeah. which also talks about the space on the other side of the station so in fact it's probably worth us heading over we talked to local businesses who say that you know they've got clients arriving from all over the country or internationally at Thetford, mm. this is their first impression of the town. And what you see is a ah, market town, good history, but from just this location that's all you get. Yeah, And in fact from this vantage point you can kind of see we've got industrial areas to the north of the, the track of the station. Yes, If you want to access them having got off from Cambridge for example, you have this track up here which is Again, in this weather, fine, but not the most appealing. Yeah. You've then got to cross an A road before you get to those industrial and commercial areas. And then in that direction, a similar setup um, to, to get to sort of the, um, the other end of that commercial area.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, the footbridge gives us a very good view of the white,
1: white know, we'll, we'll, canopy of... A I nearly called it a valance. Valance? <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: think that's the right let's, term. Let's draw the valance back <laughs> I expect a tasseled pull that we can pull some curtains around it
1: sort of bring us over this side because this is another area of opportunity for uh, the station potentially and it has been identified again in the future breckland work we have a an area of allotment space to, to the north of the station um which is relatively well used although there are a number of vacant plots it's a big site there's about 100 allotment plots um on there which i think is the upper end of what's manageable for an allotment space yes yes um, so what what the sort of indicative proposition um and and we are very supportive of is that over a period of time in an iterative way that isn't you know that isn't going to inconvenience people too much is that as plots are handed back or as they're vacated mm-hmm. they're sort of struck from the record and allocated elsewhere in the town yes which which has multiple benefits because if you are the authority looking after allotments having 20 30 50 plots in one space is a lot easier than 100 or 200. Yes, it's ju- it
0: just is um, I mean once had an allotment yeah. in, in during the pandemic it was a lot an awful lot of just to do that one.
1: Yes. So so if you're if you're responsible for the sort of the ancillary work on a big plot it, it's easier to have I'm told multiple smaller plots. So the idea is that they can be reallocated over an iterative time scale. So that over a period of time this space becomes vacant. Yes. It can then be invested in and repurposed for several things so the, f- the first is is around car parking for yeah. the station mm-hmm. because as you saw there's about 20 spaces at the station yeah I and mean, one. It, yeah it's it's not it doesn't serve the needs of a station that's going to have the the usage that it will over the coming yes, decades indeed so an element of that is is car parking and again looking ahead you can put in electric vehicle charging, you know, dare I say, some sort of hydrogen. <laughs> I don't know where the technology is going to go, obviously, but, 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 but future-proof that provision. Um, I also think that we're, well, we're definitely minded to, to look at other, other forms of public transport and active travel in that same space. Mm-hmm. So if you get off the train, you can pick up a bike, you can take your bike, you can get a taxi, you can get on a bus, you can walk,
0: yeah. all from
1: that one modal hub. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So treat it as a bit of an interchange. Exactly. Um, there is also, I mean, it's a big bit of land. You could also look at commercial and residential opportunities, Yeah. which would enhance what we've already got on the other side of this road, which is uh, the, the Keystone Innovation Building, of so the Keystone Development Trust um, have, have that site, and there are several businesses in there, so that's quite a good co-working space mm-hmm. um, already. Um, you've got the Healthy Living Centre, a relatively new sort of, multi-use medical centre and then beyond that you've got a little bit of residential um, and and a commercial industrial area as well so this again we've got a bit of a physical and emotional barrier we've got this fence and the allotments before you can get to that actually if we can in a sensitive and cooperative way move these over a period of time I, I think and I think the collective view from our perspective is that 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 is worth the investment to, yeah, to, mm-hmm. to, and again, i reference King's Fleet. We're going to have potentially up to 12,000 new residents living in Thetford yeah, by sort of the mid-2040s. Yeah. A lot of them are going to be travelling for work. And yes. I think if the trajectory of shifting from, you know, carbon transport to low or zero carbon transport continues, indeed,
0: as I'm certain it will. It will indeed. Yes, I think you're right there. You know,
1: getting people onto the trains has has got to happen so in order to do that we've got to create that sense of arrival we've got to have the facilities we've got to incentivize people to to come here so they turn up you know whether they're in a on a car or bicycle or bus they know that they can get on the train they can park their other (laughs) mode of transport Um, they're not going to struggle for space yeah, they haven't got to come into the town centre because that's the other thing. It's it's you know, it, at the end of the day we're talking about a market town, so the road system is not set up for huge amounts of traffic. Yeah, they can come straight off off the A11 or off the Munford Road. Yeah, into that space, and that f- then that the the, the 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 happy coincidence there is that you then have all that existing car parking space. Yeah, can be repurposed for something else. Yes, you could have a
0: pocket park there. Yeah, yeah, that sounds you lovely. Know, you could you could. Just fill it with trees you, you know you yes just, uh, absolutely This possibility is I think is a is a wonderful thing it's a wonderful position
1: to be in and, and and the other aspect of that is wayfinding into the town centre because you know I mentioned the sense of arrival and you know we've for various projects met you know designers and consultants at the station and they have said implicitly or explicitly I had no idea I was in Thetford if it didn't yeah. say Thetford <laughs> on the board yes you wouldn't know where you, you wouldn't are. know
0: so and that's, it's, it's really an opportunity isn't it to to sort of, as you say, create that sense of arrival.
1: It is, and I think, you know, again, to sort of reference the, the Ipswich example, in years gone by, you'd get off the train in Ipswich and then you had a walk into the town centre. Didn't really feel like you'd arrived anywhere because mm. you came out and you were met by, you know, an underwhelming public realm. Yeah. That's changing and has changed significantly mm-hmm. in recent years. Indeed. Now, what we have in Thetford is a similar dilemma, albeit it's residential. So the road that we are parallel to now, we're not on the station road now, but it effectively mirrors this. So you come out of the station into that car park, Mm -hmm. which we've talked about. Mm -hmm. There's then very little to kind of direct you into the town centre because you're effectively on a very quiet, very pleasant, but very quiet residential street that doesn't speak to... (laughs) <laughs> what lies beyond. No indeed. Thank you. Sorry to be you. <laughs> Don't at all. be silly. You're fine. So, so Minstergate is a is a really important part of the town historically and in terms of our opportunities because the as I mentioned before, the, the Charles Burrell works that churned out the steam engines in the Industrial I Revolution see yes. was absolutely covered this part of town. Mm. It was a huge by by the standards of the day, mm-hmm. a huge factory that employed loads and loads of local people. The surviving remnants of that factory is the Charles Borough, well, what is now the Charles Borough Museum. Uh, the f- it was formerly the paint shop, yeah. so presumably just before things were rolled off um, out of the factory, this is where they ended up. Yeah. Um, so, this is a Breckland Council building. We, we, we own the building, and then the trustees of the museum run the museum. Yeah. Um, in fact, I think it is open today. Yeah, um, We could duck our head in. Um, and as you can see, it, it is in real need of some TLC. Um, so we are working with Historic England, Town yeah. Council, the museum trustees, and my own colleagues at Breckland to um, yeah to, to, to do some initial work to improve the fabric of the building and then there's definitely a piece of work on how do we actually enhance the offer of, of yeah. the museum. Um, in fact, I'm going to stick my head in and see if John's Go about. Go for it. Uh, hello. 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 How John? are you?
0: How are you doing? Good. Yes. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning.
1: I just thought I'd stick my head in and show... Um,
0: there you are. And here we are. Yeah. so mike here yeah. so how are you doing, Jack? all right
1: all right yes very well
0: nice
1: to meet you, you so this is uh, this is mike yeah. who hosts a, a regional podcast oh ah, okay. um, and we're doing a walking tour and of thetford right. today as if by magic my business card appears look at that i wish i had one of those but that's I'm not it, rich right? enough yeah i'm not important <laughs> enough to have business cards, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thank you we're just we're just heading over to the priory, and i remembered okay. that you're open on the shoes i thought just yeah. stick our heads just, in and uh, and have a look around um I'd give you the guy in make a cup of tea if you want, it's up to you. Well, we might swing back this way, we're on a bit of a schedule. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. But I just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't not show him the inside of the thing. No, no. Given, given everything that we're oh. working we're together trying, on. We're trying to get sorted out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, by all means. Here we've got Thetford Priory, so this is a 12th I century... The signs, yes. Uh, 12th century monastery. Mm-hmm. Um, incredibly important to... Uh, to, to the to, well to, to the history of Christianity generally, yes, um, I believe i 'm writing saying this is the penultimate one to be surrendered to Henry the right <clears throat> in the country, uh, so it is. it is really, really important um, and what i mean we 'll take a walk around and you 'll see the scale of it, and, and it, is, it is an absolutely beautiful sight, and English heritage do an incredible job of of, of keeping it mm. in the condition that it is in. Um, And we find, again, these sort of public realm, urban design decisions that are juxtaposed to that. So we've got a very large electricity substation, which is obviously a critical piece of local infrastructure. Indeed, indeed. Um, I don't
0: think we can say it's unimportant. No.
1: (laughs) You know, so so we've got some work to do, bearing in mind we can't move a 12th century monastery and we'd have a very hard job moving such an important piece of electricity infrastructure. Yes. How do we work this piece of the public realm to work better for us? And there are, I think... Some short-term, low-key things that we could do to shield that from view, which I know yes. is something UK power networks are perfectly happy with, provided yep. you sort of meet their criteria. Indeed, um, there's definitely lots we can do about that underpass to improve that. Yeah, um, and I think some of that can be short-term around lighting, the use of colour, street furniture, etc. Yeah, some of it may be longer-term, and then there's definitely stuff that we can do. Um, and this is a this would definitely be a piece of important partnership work to. To first of all, to future-proof this site, so, you know, there are accessibility issues of sorts, although it's, it's not too bad. Yeah. Um, there are concerns locally about antisocial behaviour in this site, but I'm, I'm a firm believer in the adage that if you flood an area with people doing, you know, wholesome...
0: Yeah, every day, <laughs> Wholesome,
1: yeah. every day, you know, sociable use of a space... The, the, the tiny, tiny minority of people that want to use it otherwise won't. Yeah, exactly. Um, because fundamentally, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's just human hard, nature, yeah. that's human yeah. behaviour. Um, you know, simple things like, can we open up that main gate there instead of the side one? Um, can we improve this surface? Well, now, wow, of, <laughs>
0: you do now, as you say, get a really, it is a massive site.
1: And it's stunning, isn't it? It it's, really
0: is. It's beautiful, beautiful.
1: And so quiet as well. It is very restful. You think how close we are to that main London road. As oh, yes. as soon as, It's almost, it's eerie, because as soon as you get through that gate, the sound disappears. Yeah, it it's is, really unusual. Sure. You're, you're absolutely right. Save for elements of the 48th fighter wing. Yes, yeah, <laughs> who are persistent. But they're very welcome. Um, yeah, so this is, this. I think, I, I keep using the phrase jewel in the crown, and I, you can only have so many jewels in your crown, But but this is absolutely one of them, and I think when you... When you compare this to similar sites in the region and and around the country this is this is punching below its weight it's a, it's it's an incredible site it really is I mean... and and so well preserved given its age and you know historical decisions where this sort of architecture wasn't deemed. You know, we don't have to look after it because it's old. You know, yeah, that, that, yeah. That's, that's that obviously is a, a school of thought that has long since gone.
0: How do you care for a ruin, <laughs> kind of?
1: Yeah, but um, you yeah, we, we, uh, we sort of keep going on about partnership working. We we have regular conversations with English Heritage because they are, well, they're the custodians of the site. Yeah, they they manage, you know, the, the, all of these sites around the country, whether they're paid sites or free sites. This is a free site, mm. um, so you can just come in here and eat your lunch, your lunch break, or yeah. if you happen to be. You know, you've got a 20-minute layover between trains. You can just about make it here yes. from the station. Um, it's, it's, yeah, I, I love it in here. I've, I have on occasion just come in here for
0: 10 minutes downtime, really. Yeah, okay. um, it is. It's very. It's the stillness is, is as you say, uh, something else. It's it, it, almost eerie as you pass through the gates and the stillness does descend on you
1: yeah and um, there's and the, the, I, I can't remember where they are on this site but there's a few interpretation panels dotted around that give you a kind of an artist's impression of what the site would have looked
0: like yeah, in the 12th you, century you do find yourself looking at the sort of the, 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 the what's left and thinking well what was this what was it used yeah. for yeah and, and it, you know
1: by the standards of the day it's an enormous building a yes. series of buildings yes you know, in you know the little thickness of some of these walls, and I know, I know, it's almost really. like a fortress. <laughs> yeah,
0: and the, the that giant, the the archway that's yeah. still with yeah, know, absolutely the pillar of you know the, up, the the upper story still. That's one little sort of finger of the yeah of the upper story still still stand still standing. Um, Every time
1: I walk around here as well, I find like a another little cubby hole.
0: Right, yes, little, I would
1: imagine so. I discovered something the other day for the first time. There's a, there's a little um, there's a grate in the ground, which is obviously a, a long since closed up well. Yes. Um, didn't know that was there. <laughs> you know, I've had this job two and a half years. So you've got sort of various of
0: flint-based walls and remnants of walls and arch, arch what I'm assuming, cloisters for poking yeah, out th- the ground. I suspect so. At various levels and... I really didn't, I think this is the first time I've actually been here and I really didn't think it, the site was this big. No, it's big and, and,
1: you know, you can duck your head in and not realise it goes all the way back to the lodgings.
0: Yeah, absolutely. sort of see no, the, absolutely. The, the
1: initial facade, I'm assuming that's the altar there as well.
0: Yes, it certainly has that feel about it, doesn't it? Um, so these sort of shallow steps up to a, a central point. Um,
1: well, there's one of the aforementioned panels. Yes.
0: Uh-huh. This, this has the feel of a.
1: There you go, this is a, di- a dining hall, I think. Ah, yeah, there you go, refectory. I see. And there, these are dotted all over the place. You know, um, huge, huge site. The other reason I wanted to um, come in here is because off the back of the place branding work, which as I said, identified those three values. Mm. Um, I think it's fair to say that over the last six months, we've, we've collectively in, in local government not, not really known what's next. You know, um, yeah. I think when you say branding or place branding, predictably, you immediately think of logos and websites and that's the end of it. But actually, good place branding is a much, much deeper exercise than that. And I think that's the thing that we're, we're now we're now starting to get to grips with. So one of the things that really does activate a brand in place brand, I should say, is well curated, high quality public events. Yes, indeed. And one of the things that we've discussed with English Heritage is how keen they are to run events in this space that are sympathetic to the environment. Yeah. Um, So, you know, there are certain things you wouldn't want to do in this space for obvious reasons, but there are things that really do complement it. So later this year, on the 31st and 1st of September, we've got um, nationally renowned theatre company, Chapter House, coming to do a rendition of Romeo and Juliet and Cinderella respectively, yes. in, in this space here. So ah. um, obviously this doesn't work very well on audio, but there's, in the background, there is what would have been the priors lodgings, so effectively I the did accommodation, that, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and then you've got that very large r- sort of surviving retaining wall. That will be the backdrop effectively for those yeah. performances. There'll be a stage in front, uh, and we are currently selling and running competitions for 200 tickets for people to basically bring a blanket or a yeah. camping chair come in and they're heavily discounted tickets yeah, so this really wow, is about fantastic. this is about getting people who perhaps wouldn't ordinarily access that sort of thing in Thetford whether they be residents or visitors coming here and, and this you know, it's end of August so you know still good light the sun will be setting behind yeah. the audience it's going to be absolutely stunning and we're going to we're hoping to get some sort of high quality food and drink off to the periphery you know so it will be a very very sort of uh, almost magical <laughs> use of the, the space. Gonna
0: yeah, we're going to cut the grass. Cut the grass. <laughs> and what does this bridge have a specific name? Because I've never quite seen a, um, a three way bridge before.
1: I've, I've always just known it as the three legged bridge. Ah. Uh, I don't know if that's an official the term. Or, the bridge? Yeah, something like that perhaps. Um, so we'll go. Yeah, let's go this way. So this, so, I, I, I sort of view this as. Shetford's future Riviera, really, I think. Yes. In a time where we've got some really high-quality... I use the word authentic, but I don't really know what authentic of, but just good-quality food and drink offer, bringing some of that particularly post-pandemic cafe culture, outdoor eatery sort of vibe to, to, particularly in these river-facing units here, complemented by what we've got on the other side. So we've got the um, the, uh, Doe & Co and Burger & More, just next to the cinema, yep. mm-hmm. um, I think bringing some of that outdoor dining and we've got an event space here that we're going to make, make yeah. more of, we're looking to do actually sort of in parallel to the, uh, the theatre at the Priory, we're looking to do in partnership with, with The Light, um, put on some sort of outdoor cinema event, Yeah. Um, kind of <laughs> trying to bring some of that Somerset House style.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and because you've got the World Cup.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and well, yeah, so and uh, town and
0: then, council are very keen to work with us on that as well. When are the, when's the Olympics again? When's the next Olympics? Cause I, I, just, I just say that because I remember... Can't I can't recall. remember if it was... It could have been London or Rio. But I do remember... Um, ...sitting, uh, watching in, in Norwich, on Chaperfield, um, watching the, the, the big screen at the side of what is now Chantry Place.
1: Okay. Yeah. Watching
0: yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Mo Farah win one of his many goals. Yeah. And uh, that is a lot of geese. As I'll, I yes. Think there are more. Uh, I think if you're in Canada, if you want to know where your geese are, we have them. Yes, per head please, of population, is highest. <laughs> please come and collect your geese. Thank you, Montreal. Um, yeah, they're, um, <clears throat>
1: they're here to stay. Yes, well, not, we <laughs> like it here, they don't well, they? say we're not going anywhere. Some to of the time.
0: Um, now, I know, as someone who used to work in Thetford many moons ago, that used to be Argos. It did, yeah. Um, and it, it currently is, is looking, you know, is, is, it's, 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 a, it's what it is, it's a vacant shop. I'm trying to think of a nice way of saying vacant shop, but it is a vacant shop. Yes. However, if you look at where it is, what it's facing, um, surely, surely, to goodness, it must be only a matter of time before somebody has some kind of offering that, in, that entails um, some kind of cafe culture, because you'd be ridiculous not to because you're in a beautiful spot lots of passing foot trade again um, who owns the, the foot so this um,
1: this 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 whole parade of shops um, is, is is owned by the people that own that unit there that's being done up yeah. currently um, so they've got they've got creative a, a degree of creative control over what, yeah. what happens in this space which is really really positive yeah. because they are engaging they're, they're investing positively in the space um there are you know because all of these units are on separate leases there are sort of you know limitations on timelines and that sort of thing but but fundamentally you're 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 bang on really There, there is huge opportunity to have some sort of food and drink offer throughout this space um and and they're and they're exploring ways to do that um, and we're, and we're in t- completely supportive and, and working with them wh- whenever we can
0: So is it a simple matter of, sort of applying to Breckland for change of use Or whoever whoever takes it on Would they have to apply for change of use And then some kind of... What's the process of... It always seems very simple when you want to go, oh that's nice But then there, is, there, is, there has to be an element of uh, yeah, so, bureaucracy so behind it sure, Otherwise sure. So, it's so, chaos
1: So m- most of these units here are retail yeah. Um, there are a couple of food and drink and I think there's a couple of barber shops and, and charity shops as well. But but yeah, predominantly it would be a case of yeah, the, the, the agent or the, the, the owners working with prospective tenants um, to, to, to go through the motions of you know what is their business plan, what and that, but that's not you know that's not for Breckland Council to to, to intervene in or greater theft for partnership. It's mm-hmm. it's very much what is the what is the private sector appetite. Once that's sort of lined up, it is yes, then a case of you know if it's going from what would have been retail to food and drink or you know evening entertainment etc. There is obviously licensing and um, and and those bits to to explore, but we're absolutely open to making that as streamlined and smooth as possible. And and you know this is this whole area, so from the riverside regeneration to the Bell, all the way up the river to coffee mill which is where we'll go we are this this for us is a is a, is a focal point of the town yeah. and it's it's like i've said to you you know reorienting the town to be focusing on the river as it's absolutely, sort of the key artery. absolutely. Know, all of these units are central to that
0: they are it's 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 i, I love coming to places where yeah, you just replete with potential and opportunity and you just think the, the great things that could be and i think if you look at obviously i don't know what's happened behind the scenes all I know for a fact is, if you're looking at something like the, the Norwich Energy, the Norfolk Energy Innovation Park, that's been consented, just this uh, this end last week, this week. You'll know that it is not, it is far from impossible to do something constructive, and forward-thinking and good, and that the answer is not always no, uh, yeah. and that is a, that's a bit, that is a total caricature, and um, I just like to assure people as well that this is not sound effects; those really are a lot of geese being fed yes. and when they've had enough jumping into the water. That's yes, plenty of geese. I
1: think that speaks to our point earlier about partnership and what we've mm. got here is a district council who are absolutely geared up for conversations about what, is, poss- what is the art of the possible in this space. Mm-hmm. We have you know, colleagues in planning and building control at, at Breckland who rather than just saying, well, no, the rules say you can't do that, what we're minded to say is
0: actually, okay, that's your aspiration. How can we work yeah, with how, you? This is where we want to get to. This is yeah. where we're starting from. Yeah. What how, are, do we get there? how do we get there? Absolutely. How do, turn,
1: how do we turn your aspiration into a reality? That's, that's great. The other thing that's lined up, particularly in this geographical space, is a town council based just, just 100 or so metres away who are in a very similar headspace about what's possible in yeah. the town centre and being very proactive in delivering mm. some great stuff. We have a county council who naturally have that higher level, uh, over, county-wide overview, but are incredibly receptive, yeah. uh, certainly from my perspective as a, as a, a manager at, at Breckland and with the other councils, to, to, to having conversations about, OK, well, we, we have jurisdiction over this part of the public realm, that's what you want to do, how can we work together to, to make it
0: happen? That is fantastic. And, and I think
1: that's... I don't know that many places that are as geared up for it
0: as we are. That's, that's great news. That's really great news. This way. This, this way. way. So we are coming off
1: the three-legged bridge. The island. Onto the island. Onto the island. This is Button Island. Mm. Uh, E-N, not O-N. We're off to Button Island. Um, and this, so this whole space has recently been renamed uh, as the, uh, the Maharaja, Duleep Singh, yes. and Ranjit. And would that
0: be he, atop that fine statue? Yes, yeah, so that's um, Very shiny, engraved statue we, we're looking at is, yes is so a, i'm
1: i'm no doubt going to get the uh precise wording or titles incorrect so uh no offense but meant but is, this is uh Duleep singh who is the last maharaja of the uh the punjab
0: this is as they say definitely if i can find a good angle where i'm not staring at the sun yeah. a Back kodak look. moment That's a good... there you are
1: yeah so uh so the real life Dulip Singh is, uh, is, is buried on the Elverdon estate.: Yes, um, so, and, and therein lies the really significant connection for the, for the Sikh community with, with Thetford. and that, I say that to people, and they sort of well, it's a bit of a double take sometimes, because you've yeah. got a relatively, relatively small town, albeit a big market town, you know, in, in very flat rural Norfolk. Yes, um, and yet there is this this incredible international and multicultural connection. Um, and, and, and when events are put on in the town and, and nearby with a very direct connection to the Sikh community, the numbers are astonishing. The number of, the number of people from that community that, that, that view Thetford as an important part of their heritage um, mm-hmm. is, is, is fascinating. And that's what I love about Thetford is the... the I said to you earlier, my wife saying that the, the number of languages and accents that you hear in the town
0: absolutely brilliant absolutely yeah absolutely yeah ping, we've got ping pong tables yeah so we uh, and chess boards we've got
1: some chess boards and table tennis tables which we had put in last year um thanks to the um market towns initiative fund uh-huh. um, just just really to, just to activate the space a little bit there's there's, there's nothing fundamentally wrong with button island oh, it's beautiful but we have an open space and there was an aspiration locally to you know sort of formalize its use and you can see they're well used by the well-worn
0: <laughs> grass around do you know, I'm I'm almost tempted to co- to, to to come out here with my daughter tomorrow and and, and uh, she she wants to learn how to play chess, which she's on a slight downer because I'm terrible at chess. Yeah, I'm not particularly good either. I keep getting beat by my sixteen uh, year old nephew. But um hello Connor. Um but uh, I I admire, I admire her um, her ambition, but a beautiful little, yeah, little space and, it is, and and, and what and, a great idea to put those there.
1: And again, you know, we have come a very short way off the sort of the, the main drag if you like, and it's very quiet and ice cream parlour just over the river I can see in a, in a yeah the little riverside a, kiosk. They do a absolutely. roaring trade. That's, oh um, I bet they do. Yeah, that's that really nice over there. They've got a nice shaded area, loads of seating outside, and it's a great, a great spot for a cold drink and an ice
0: cream. Mm. Just just on this, this street of really sort of classic Bit of new, bit yeah. of classic flint. We've got a cafe deli, so that, that pavement culture sort of. I can't tell you how long that's been there, but that pave, no, sort of pavement cafe culture sort of starting to to, to, to really. Yeah, come in, um, even if it is on on the street on the street, and not in not by the river, but still. I think it's, it's something we really want to capitalise on. I think particularly given
1: given the the, the population demographic in Thetford. We have communities here that 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 could bring more of that from Mm. you know from where their families come from. You know, (laughs) you think about the size of our the size of the populations from Portugal, Latvia, Lithuania, and we're just yeah we're passing a supermarket (laughs) and so on. Yeah, you know, way way above what
0: you would expect for for a relatively small again. Yeah, My, my my point of view would always be it's not a threat; it's an opportunity. Of course it to is. Share, to, you know, to share culture, to, to, you know, to, to get the best out of each culture and yes. bring it together and for, for the benefit of everybody. Um, yeah, and absolutely. Think, yeah, and, and to I, share stories and to share what brought them to Thetford. And simple things like language.
1: There was a, a statistic I saw in local press. I'm going to be very non-specific because I can't actually remember. <laughs> local press not that long ago that said something to the tune of did you know that... Fifteen percent of children in Thetford don't have English as a first language, mm-hmm. and I thought the framing of that was really interesting because I would have worded it. Did you know that fifteen percent of children in Thetford speak more than one language?
0: Yes, and that is that is absolutely <laughs> right. I could not. That is hand on heart. I could not agree with you more because it is the the one is couched very yes. much as a great you know a great thing and an opportunity yeah. for the town. The other is very much oh yes, an issue to overcome. Oh, it's an issue. Yeah, exactly. It's an issue. To be challenged to be overcome yeah and what uh you know and uh that's, that's regrettable i think without it going is. into yeah. slightly more foam flecked yeah so,
1: let's cross over to Ooh. the market so this is this is Stepford's nice. marketplace
0: yeah uh not
1: as busy as usual but tuesday
0: and and is the guild hall you mentioned earlier it was so a very the... fine looking building
1: yeah this is so this is the old guild hall which um town council have done an amazing job of working with Historic England to sort of reinvent it, really. I think they're often often public buildings that aren't really put to much use. Yeah. You know, they're occasionally used to hire out or or for sort of civic purposes. But what you've got in Thetford's Guildhall, uh, they've got a new tea room in there, uh, which is really very good. I had lunch there the other day, it was very nice, very cheap as well. Um, They've got a lot... The the Guildhall itself um, is is for, for hire, for... They do, you know weddings and wakes and all sorts in there. Um, the the British Legion Club next door as well. Um, so actually, as a, as, a, as a community space is, is well used and yes. that will increase. They are, they being the town council, are working with Historic England and others, including ourselves, on a new heritage master plan for the whole town because one thing that I haven't really mentioned is what we have in Thetford. Whilst we've got all of these... Historic We've got all these museums, and the ones I haven't mentioned are Ancient House Museum, the Dad's Army Museum, which is just the other side of the Guildhall, yeah. um, and, and others. Whilst brilliant in their own right, there isn't yet a cohesive, I'll use the word brand. It's um, yeah. not quite the right way of putting it, but they're, 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 they're not coalescing around anything in particular. So they're doing things individually. So one of the outputs, we, we hope, of this master plan will be tying all of these things together so that there is a a kind of a collegiate approach, I suppose, to, yeah, to that's, doing that's heritage absolutely better. absolutely the right way. Uh, and, and a part of that will be, OK, well, the physical assets that we've got, what state are they in, uh, what, what needs to be done to, to sort of future-proof them and bring them up to standard? Yeah. And the Guildhall is a good example of that. So it's a fantastic building, but you can see structurally there are some issues with the clock tower, uh, the window frames, some of the, uh, the lintels need, need work. And obviously when you're working on a building that's that old and, and of that historical importance... You can't just get any old contractor in to slap some cement in. You've really no, you've got, to, really take got, got time. to know what you're doing, yeah. And, and, and with that comes additional resource Expense, and, and cost. Yeah. So so that but that's a really exciting piece of work. And you know simple things like you know last, last year or the year before they had that ramp and those steps put in, whereas before it was just a single staircase. So it's a more accessible building. It looks the part. Uh, it's just it's just going to function far better as a, as a public amenity. The other thing is the so this is currently as you can see a car park. Yeah. Uh, town Council have resolved very recently to basically remove it as a car park. Right. Uh, and the, 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 the logic behind that is actually car parking in Thetford is pretty good. Yeah, it, it could be better, yeah. but it's pretty good. Yeah, that's you know, pretty the, good, yeah. the, the, There's There's ample parking most of the time. Sometimes it gets busy, but... Actually, the prevailing view for this one was that people turn up, they park their cars, and then they leave their car there all day. So there isn't a churn, so it's not actually providing that yeah. much value add, uh, added value to to the, to the area. So that's, this is now closed as a car park, and they're now right. in the process of sort of the burning off the, the car parking spaces. To, right. Because yeah. at the moment it looks like a car park. I can see where the first. Yeah, the so first they've few taken have the first couple off there. Um, so over the summer they'll sort of burn off the rest of those. So simply by taking the parking spaces off, it will look more like a community space. Mm-hmm. There are then longer-term conversations around. Well, what do we do with the surface itself? Do we bring some of that, you know, that paving in? Um, the town council are very interested in you know, representing heritage on the, on, on the ground. So could you put mm. interpretation laid into, into the yes. ground? Could you do things with public artworks, painting it? You know, all these different things that you could do with a view to this just being an event space. Yeah. So could, you, uh, we've got, could we have an expanded market here? Could you do a um, you know, sort of street food market? You know, sort oh, of absolutely. like the junkyard thing in Norwich. Yeah. So that, that sort and, of and, and that's
0: great to be in that position. How exciting to be in that position where you can just list a whole load of things you could do yeah, and, and to be the thinking, so what can we do with it? And, I mean, if if you know Dearham, uh, to stay in Breckland If you know Deerham, You know that they've just instituted in, in what was a You know I think a, a, a site that had been left open By, by fire if, if I'm right I might be right in thinking that okay. But it's an open site And they've put a pocket garden in there a pocket, Yeah, yeah so, pocket parks Absolutely Pocket yeah. park That's the one I was looking So that's pocket the
1: other park. thing You know we, 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 I spoke to the town council Just um, just last week about Okay well we've got that space Around the war memorial Which yeah. is incredibly important You know At certain times of the year Yes But does the public realm Serve that purpose yeah, but it could be better. So could we put could we put more green there? They've started putting some new planters around. Yep. Mm-hmm. So these sort of low key interventions can make can make quite a difference. And, and yet again, the marketplace is is an element of that future Breckland mm. project because we, we can all see the value of it, um, mm. and we can ju- we can just make so much more of that space. So this would this would have historically been the sort of the heart of the town. Yeah. That's that's one of of the many interesting things about (laughs) Thetford. I get the impression that the centre of the town has moved many times. Right. Because because of the sort of the shifting shifting economic picture through the ages, you have uh, what we sort of deem as the... Well, we're still defining, to be honest, what the heart of the town's going to be, but kind of somewhere around Riverside and King Street, which is the main sort of retail street, if you like... You know, the modernity centre. Yeah. But then there's, there's this sort of part, this, the architecture here kind of implies, you know, coaching houses, inns, and that sort of yeah. thing, so obviously this would have been, and I think you'll see in a second the castle, that obviously at one time was absolutely critical to, to the town centre. So it's moved and it's created a
0: bit of a hodgepodge of different types of architecture and... But I suppose in a way that kind of speaks to the town's resilience. Um, in a way that, you know, the various... Various... Ooh, that's a very big mound. Yes, it is. That's, that's our <laughs> castle mound. As I was going to say, that, that looks like a place you'd stick a castle. Uh, but it speaks to the town's resilience, as you know, various, many towns. And I can think of a few examples in the east of England that have kind of been left behind, almost, as industries have, have waxed and waned and, yeah. and come and gone. And, but Thetford, as you say, it, yes, its centre has it's relocated uh, according to need... Yeah, and you know, according to necessity, but it's still very much held together, as it were.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I think there's a lot of truth in that, and I think that the fact that Thetford is such an old town, you know, it's it's it was never going to go anywhere because of the geography. It, it, you'd put a fortified town at a nodal point. Yeah. You always put fortifications at nodal points. Yes. It happens throughout history. So the fact that we've got this Iron Age fort, which has been repurposed by each, <laughs> each civilization that conquered yes. the last, it t- tends to happen, you know... That's a good thought, we'll have that.
0: Th- yeah, through the ages. There's, there's a very brave, very yes. fit-looking gentleman, two steps at a time, up the very, very long and imposing-looking staircase, leading to the top of the castle mound. Now, Jack, are yes. you going to suggest that we go up those stairs.
1: I'm not the one wearing jeans. <laughs> this is true.
0: I'm just, you know... I'm more than happy to if you are. Uh, well, uh, you know, this is audio, so I think... What I'm, I can tell I'm, you, then. I may put the sound effects of two people going upstairs at this point oh. and, and uh, say, save myself the breathless panting.
1: In, in, in lieu of a trek to the top, there's a really, really nice view up there. I shall, I shall go. Uh, I shall you can in... see for several miles, and you can orient yourself... To, to where you are in the town, so you can see the Guildhall really clearly. You can you can see all the way to the forest. Um, yeah, it's a great view up there. And, and if you yeah. if you're feeling up to it, it's a good walk.
0: <laughs> if, if if at this point you're screaming at your radio, worse. I feel no pain.
1: Now at the top of King Street. So this is, I suppose, really sort of the main the main shopping street. Um, but again, as I said, you know the, the town centre has shifted so many times. that Actually, have <laughs> little pockets of. Activity all over the place but yeah. this in modern times is the sort of the main the main drag if you like um, I think it's entirely fair to say that there are challenges with this space around vacant units and sort of the concentration of certain types of retail yeah um, and food and drink as well you know, yes that's, I, I'm a firm believer people say the high streets are dying I, I actually don't agree no I, I'm um, with you I, I, I'm a firm believer that the high street is evolving. Exactly.
0: that was evolving. Was in fact exactly the word I was. Yeah, and, I, and I would have reached for.
1: And, and the people that are, you know, very sadly, going out of business, tend to be the ones that aren't as innovative and aren't aren't looking for that evolution. Quite. So you think about the the big names in the, the sort of the last couple of decades, the Woolworths, the blockbusters. Yeah. That those those have failed to adapt. So
0: very sadly, they have. Exactly. They have and, ceased to exist. Yeah. I mean, it was interesting when the car came into being. And, you know, people who owned, owned horses yeah. and maintained you know, were, their business model was based around the horse tried to adapt in, in you know, in, in various failed ways in such that the early, some people were like trying to do an early car that was shaped like, like a horse. horse. Yes. It's like that old Henry Ford adage, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> if people had asked me what they'd wanted, they'd yeah. have asked for faster horses. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and you can hear the, 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 the you know, the, the singer and the cafe culture here. There's people out on tables everywhere and it's buzzing. Jake Jones Family Butcher. Yes, is that goes. coincidence or is it deliberate? No, that's no coincidence. I see. No,
1: that's entirely deliberate. Actually, no, Let's. Sorry, I've missed out a, uh-huh. a, key, a key element uh-huh. of our...
0: Very shiny. Yes. Statue over there. Re- recently well, re-gilded. <laughs> but here we are. So there he is. At the feet of Thomas Paine. Yep. I'm shielding my eyes from his, from his, uh, his sheen. Yeah, you can't miss him. <laughs>
1: So this is this is King's House. This is um well, uh, you can go back far enough. I, I believe James I 1st had a had a stint uh, here. Uh, uh, um I just wanted to just if it's open pop into King's House Gardens because that's no problem. a
0: lesser known little gem. There's a memorial plaque there to various fighter wings. Welcome to King's House Gardens.
1: Yes. So Town Council were uh, a while back based in there, but that that I mean that's a very old building as I said uh, I'm fairly sure there are records of James I staying there. Yeah, a, that was a hunting lodge. Um, at at one time, I think it was James the Second who was on HMS. James, H- James H- the, the recently James II.
0: discovered HMS Gloster, wasn't he?
1: Yes. Um, but this, so this is all under the sort of custodianship of the uh, Staniforth Trust, um, who who yeah look, look after the grounds and the and the building. But again, so many people have no idea this space is here. I know it's, and it's a really it's nice quite, little.
0: It is. It's lovely little space. space.
1: There's a bowling green somewhere over here, tennis courts, and lots and lots of lavender.
0: There we go. This, this has really been a tour of discovery, Jack. It's been. I'm glad. Um, no, I had no idea this was here, and I worked in Thetford for about two years, no, and no, I no, never no. knew. Uh, I mean, I, uh, admittedly, out on the on the industrial estate.
1: Yeah, that juncture of the
0: figure of eight, sort of slap bang in yeah. the middle again. Just, in oh, we, fact, you we, can see the light cinema from here. Yes, and we're back down again yeah. at the bell. <laughs> World citizen Thomas Paine, Englishman by birth, French citizen by decree, American by adoption. Wow. It really is a world town. Isn't it is it? It's fantastic. I love it. I, I love it. So would I. Absolutely.
1: I like going into the. Um, oh, it's going to run me over. I like going into the various uh, European supermarkets mm. uh, because you feel like you're on holiday. Yeah. It's like, I have no idea what that is, but I'm going to buy it. Yeah. Looks <laughs> interesting. Yeah. That's a jar of something pickled. That looks delicious. I'm yes. just going to buy it. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> it's brilliant. So, yes, we can cut back down Bridge Street and that'll be our... There we go, yes, we'll have completed a fantastic,
0: and fascinating tour. Yes, it's got all, all the culture and, and diversity of uh, London without being, well, London. Um, yes. So people are friendly. And things are slow. Yes. In a good way. In a good way, relaxed. Yeah. There's a... No one's rushing. No, indeed. And I think
1: that's something that we need to be making more of when it comes to, you know, perhaps not immediately, but as certainly as King's Fleet starts to grow and evolve yeah. into its own community... Indeed! Um, you know, well, actually, if you are looking to, you know, move your workforce or your family or, or, or yourselves out of, you know, a big urban conurbation where everything's 1,000 miles an hour and it's all bright and loud and... Why not? Why not come here? Because you can get to all that stuff in an hour.
0: Yeah, if absolutely.
1: If I owned a business and I was looking to, you know, relocate or, 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 you know, expand locally, I would be making a lot more of the fact that we've got incredibly low cost of living. Yeah, absolutely. But, we, but without a drop in quality of life. No, indeed. I'd say the reverse. In yeah, fact. indeed. I you've step got, up. And, and in that same vein, you've got. Britain's largest lowland pine forest yes. on our doorstep. Two rivers. Did I mention two rivers? Did you mention two rivers? I think rivers. I did. Two, two rivers. rivers. We've got two rivers on our doorstep cutting through the town. You can be most places in the country within a reasonable time scale because we're on a main line. Yep. It's not that busy, but <laughs> it's busy enough.
0: Yes, quite.
1: You know, I, yeah, I think Thetford is in a real sweet spot. And I think it, when when we get to a point where we have seen some of these projects through to conclusion and beyond we will have a collection of local government partners private sector partners all of our stakeholders in the charitable sectors third sector residents everyone kind this is going to sound a little bit utopian but kind of sort of pulling together for the same thing really because i think at the core of everything everyone that's doing something in Thetford is broadly speaking doing it for the same reason. Might be going about it in different ways and they might wear different rosettes at certain times of the year but fundamentally everyone wants this to be a nice place to live that's safe, that's growing but sustainably, that's well connected and that the town centre feels vibrant Um, and yeah, we're we're definitely on that journey if if it's okay to say something as (laughs) overused as that. Um, and there's a lot of work to do and there's certainly a lot of investment required, but I think when, you know, to sort of bring it back to some of the stuff that, um, Sam Chapman Allen mentioned, we're, we're doing that sort of preparatory work now, you know, we've done our place branding. We've got a, we've got a bit of an agreement on what our values are as a town and what our narrative should be. The future Breckland project is adding a bit of meat to that in terms of what are the key projects that, that we all think could make some meaningful change. Some of them are small, you know, they're about wayfinding and the public realm. Some of them are massive. They're, you know, tens of millions of pounds of investment in, in a particular asset or a particular part of town. But the point is, it's, it is our evidence base. Um, and, and critically, just to further labour the, the point about partnership, we've actually got a fairly decent cohort of people around the same table willing to roll their sleeves up. So. And
0: that, that is critical. That's absolutely critical. And, and that I cannot think of a better way to end this than what you have just so eloquently. Jack, thank you ever so much for showing us no, on Shetford. It is absolutely dripping with potential. Yep. And you know, if you're listening th- wherever you're listening to this, come and take a look. Because if you can see, as Jack said, the diamond in the rough, Thetford's in such a fantastic position. It's mainline, it's on the line to Cambridge, it's on the main road to Cambridge, it's supremely well connected. It's broadly equidistant between two great cities, Norwich and Cambridge. And there's so much opportunity here if you're minded to seize it. Jack, thank you ever so much My for pleasure. your time today. Thanks very and much. And for being such an elegant, fantastic tour guide. Thank you.
1: Cheers.
0: Thank you again to Breckland Council leader Sam Chapman Allen for last week's interview, and to the Greater Thetford Partnership's own Jack Weaver for such a fun and informative trip around Breckland's biggest town. If you're leading the renewal and regeneration of a town in the east of England, be it Wotton or Wisbeach, Whittam or Woodbridge, or anywhere with a persuasive vision for its future, then I want to hear from you. Please do email me at host at easternpromise.site or DM me, Mike Rigby, on LinkedIn.